You're listening to Brand Astrology, a podcast dedicated to helping creative women build cosmically good brands. I'm your host, Lizzie Campbell, a brand strategist and designer, blogger, content creator, and coffee enthusiast. Ten years ago, I started a blog on the floor of my college dorm room and turned it into my full-time design studio and a network of over 50,000 friends and followers before my 25th birthday. And now I'm here to help you do the same. Ready to start your brand journey? Let's get to it! I'm your host, Lizzie Campbell, and today we are going to talk about how to know what ideas to focus on when you're just starting your business. This is a question that I've gotten asked a lot recently, and I think it's definitely hard for a lot of people when they're just starting out and they have like several different interests or ideas or passions, and they just, you know, don't know which one that they should focus on first. I know that I had this exact problem um, when I took my business full time. I had a lot of different things that, you know, I could do or wanted to do, but I didn't know, you know, which one was going to be best to focus on. Um, At the time, you know, I was really interested in being a brand designer. Um, I'd done it, you know, here and there a little bit, and I I honed my skills and and kind of taught myself, but um, at the time, I was more of a social media manager and a social media strategist. That's what I'd been doing for my full-time job. And so I knew that I had the, you know, skills to do that. And I knew that I had a lot of interest. Um, You know, a a lot of business owners are looking for social media managers. And so even though it wasn't really what I wanted to do anymore, I kind of, um, when I started out, I took on a few social media clients just because it was something that, you know, it was my skill set. It was something that I had proven results in and it was easy to kind of sell. But since I was so burnt out from doing that, um, you know, at my nine to five job for a while, for nearly a year and for doing it, you know, for other freelance clients before that and myself, I just was really sick of it. It truly wasn't what I was passionate about or interested in anymore. And so, you know, (laughs) because of that, I did um, arguably a really terrible job and probably pissed off um, a good handful of those first clients before I realized like, hey, this isn't working for me or for my clients. So I should switch and focus on, you know, what I actually want to be doing, which is brand design and brand strategy. So anyways, long story short, (laughs) um, it's definitely difficult, you know, when you're first starting out, you're trying to figure out what is going to make me money, what is people what are people going to want to, you know, buy from me? Um, what am I interested in? What am I passionate about? It's hard to narrow it down, but um I'm going to share some tips and tricks that I've kind of learned over the years of being a very multi-passionate and <laughs> creative person um to help you kind of narrow down your ideas and hone in on maybe which one is right to start focusing on. So, you know, as I was saying, if you're just starting out in your business journey, it's really best to pick one thing to specialize in for now, and you can add things on later. You don't want to get overwhelmed trying to do a million different things right out of the gate, so focusing on one aspect and getting it down pat before you add on another really is going to be your best bet. So I'm going to start out first with an activity that I suggest you try. This always really helps me if I can't organize my thoughts or if everything's just kind of jumbled up. So set a timer for five minutes and then just take a piece of paper or, you know, a Word document or whatever it is that you want to use and just write down every single idea for a project or a service or a product that you want to offer. 
no idea is a bad idea at this point. Just write down literally everything that pops into your head or everything that you've been thinking about. And so when the five minutes are up, go back through the list that you just made and, you know, think about the different ideas that you've written down and then ask yourself some of the following questions to help you narrow down either for even further. So some questions to ask would be, you know, which of these ideas or projects is going to make me money right now? So like, you know, what can I do with low overhead and with supplies or skills that I have right now? So thinking about, you know, what you already know how to do, what you know you can, you know, efficiently and effectively do for people and sell to people without having to, you know, first learn a bunch of new skills or first create a bunch of, you know, products or or information or content or whatever right off the bat. Like what is something that you can get set up with quickly and easily to start making you money so that you can, you know, look into these other options that maybe require more overhead or more education or whatever it might be. Um, So which ideas am I most passionate about? You know, are there ones that just really light me up and then ones that I just kind of am, you know, meh about? (laughs) I I guarantee if you're anything like me that there's going to be things on that list that you kind of just put down because you think that you should or you think that it'll make you money like I was talking about with the social media clients earlier you know so is there anything that you don't feel super passionate about um maybe you just wrote things down because you you know you know that you have certain skills or abilities or you know that people are very interested in this particular kind of service or kind of product um but you're not really all that passionate about creating it you know it doesn't really light you up it doesn't really make you feel anything it's just something that you think you could sell um and then do any of these ideas have any similarities so the, could they be grouped into like categories or would they make sense under the umbrella of one business um so something that often goes hand in hand is you know brand design and website design it just kind of is a natural fit not everybody um does you know both there are plenty of people that do one or the other and they do it very well but it's something that goes together naturally whereas you know there's there's other things that maybe would be like two different businesses or two different audiences or something like that and then you know which of these ideas require knowledge or skills or tools that i don't have right now and could they be added to a someday list for the time being so is it something that you can pursue later on once you have you know kind of built up a basis of making money or you know being known for something then you can kind of explore and experiment a little bit more with things that require you to learn new skills or purchase a lot of specialized equipment or something you know if you want to be a wedding photographer but you don't have any photography equipment those things are expensive i'm pretty sure that you can spend upwards of five figures on you know a good wedding photography setup so that's probably not something that you are going to want to do right out the gate And especially because, you know, something like wedding photography takes a lot of experience and specialized skill. So that's something that you would want to maybe work on and hone and, you know, figure out on your own time without immediately putting pressure on yourself for it to make you money. So the next thing that I would suggest um, when you're trying to figure out your ideas is to get clear on your target audience first. So understanding your ideal dream clients or customers It's something that I talk about a lot on here because it's really, really important that can really help you hone in on what idea you should pursue to start out. So for instance, 
If you're a copywriter and you are you know, passionate about serving business owners who are early on in their entrepreneurship journey like yourself, you know, creating a premium done-for-you website copy service is probably not going to connect with that certain audience as well as maybe templates or swipe files at a lower price point for DIYers would. Because, you know, people that are just starting out, kind of like we're talking about, they're not going to, you know, typically, they're not going to want to or be able to spend a ton of money up front for a premium service. They're going to want to, you know kind of do it themselves or do it as good as they can to get their own businesses started and to get things, you know, rolling just like we've been talking about and then they can go back and invest later. So in that scenario, you either need to adjust your positioning for your one-to-one services or you need to adjust the type of packages, products, or services that you want to offer if you are really dead set on serving that particular audience. And there's no right or wrong answer for how to do that, but the bottom line is you need to make sure that the audience that you're targeting is going to want and need the service or product that you're creating at the price point you're offering it. And if you're not sure, you know, you can create polls in your Instagram stories or in Facebook groups where your ideal clients are hanging out and just ask them, you know, what kind of services they would be interested in and what they would expect or be willing to pay for those services. Um, The results for the second question you can kind of take with a grain of salt because, you know, if you're presented with a list of prices, you're probably going to pick the lowest price, especially for a hypothetical. It's not, you know, going to be indicative of everybody's budget or like willingness to pay something, but it's still a great way to get some insight into what they're thinking and expecting regardless. And again, that's why I would phrase that question is what would you expect to pay? Not necessarily what would you want to pay because the answer is going to be nothing or $5. That's what everybody wants to pay, but that's not realistic, obviously. So that can be a good way to just get some more understanding. Um, But if you, you know, don't know maybe what your target audience is or who you kind of want to focus on, then I would suggest really taking some time and thinking about, you know, what kinds of people, what kinds of audiences am I passionate about? Do I want to serve other business owners? Do I want to serve, you know, stay-at-home moms? You know, think about your services and then you'll likely be able to fill in the blanks pretty easily. You know, if you're a social media manager, you know, you're going to be a B to B or a business to business person, you you know, the average person, unless they're an influencer, which is still kind of a business, doesn't need a social media manager. So that's going to help you narrow it down considerably. But then think about, you know, getting really specific and really clear And I always tell people to think about, you know, their ultimate, like, dream clients. Like, who would you just be, like, dying to work for? You know, not every single client that you get is going to fall into that category. But the goal is, of course, to, you know, by thinking about this one specific type of client, you can, you know, hone your messaging, hone your marketing, and start attracting more and more clients like that so that eventually, you know, once you're more established in your business, you are taking on more and more of your dream clients and fewer of, you know, clients that are just kind of, well, I need to pay the bills this month. So, you know, how it goes. Um, Another thing that I would suggest and that I kind of started touching on earlier would be to start small and expand later. Again, you don't have to do everything right away. And in fact, I would really suggest that you don't try to do everything right away. Pick a focus, get good at it, and then introduce other services or products or revenue models afterwards. So for instance, say you are a brand and website designer. 
and you offer custom design services, which is your, you know, big ticket service item, but you also want to sell pre-made website templates as a passive income stream, and that's fine and it's totally doable. You know, a lot of people pair those two together, but if you start out right out of the gate doing both, you're probably more likely to confuse yourself and confuse your audience. Um, I'm not saying it can't be done, obviously, because lots of people um, do it effectively, but most of them are more established in their market and their niche because, you know, typically also when you're first starting out in business, you're learning a lot of things about marketing and a lot of things about positioning yourself and, you know, finding your audience and your ideal clients like we talked about. So it's a lot of new skills. It's a lot of like learning new information. So you're not going to want to you know, it's just kind of a recipe for overwhelm if you try to have multiple different products. Because again, these two things, like we talked about with the copywriter example, these two things have vastly different audiences. Somebody who, um, you know, is only able or willing to purchase a pre-made template for like $200 is probably not going to be willing or able to purchase a, you know, one-on-one done-for-you service for $5,000. They're two vastly different price points that are going to attract two different audiences. So again, you're better off focusing on those one-on-one clients, you know, getting really good at honing your skills, refining your processes, you know, understanding and intuiting what clients want or what they mean with their feedback and all of that stuff that comes with it. And then once you feel like you have that process streamlined into a well-oiled machine, then you can start adding in products or other passive revenue streams or other services or whatever it is you want to do. Because at this point, you'll likely have a steady stream of current clients and prospective leads in the pipeline so that you can afford to, you know, literally to afford experimenting with new offerings without getting like totally distracted and realizing that you have nothing bringing money in. Because that's a mistake that I made a few times in the first few months of my business being full-time. And it's definitely not a fun feeling, obviously, you know, going down kind of a kind of a rabbit hole or getting distracted by like a side project and then realizing, oh crap, I haven't been focusing on my, you know, client um, retention or client like getting new leads in and now I have no money. (laughs) So that's definitely not fun. So I would really recommend getting good at one thing, you know, picking one main thing to get good at, to get known for first. And then you can add on, you know, whatever you want later once you feel more confident and more comfortable in yourself and your skills and, you know, you've learned a lot about being a business owner and stuff. And then finally, the last point that I want to make is that not everything has to be a business. So if you have a lot of different ideas and you're having a hard time narrowing it down or honing in on one, I would really take a step back and think about, you know, whether you truly want to turn this specific idea into your job and your livelihood and your business, or whether you just want to explore a new medium or play around with a new concept or something. I know it seems crazy, but having creative hobbies as a creative entrepreneur is actually possible. So for the longest time, um, I was like seized with the urge to immediately monetize every new hobby or venture that I took up. So, you know, I wanted to learn digital like hand lettering. So cool. I'm going to open a print shop on Etsy. Then I would, you know, oh, like I want to get back into knitting and knit some like cozy scarves, but I certainly don't need like all of these scarves myself. Well, okay, I'll sell them on Etsy or I'll sell them at craft shows or whatever. And honestly, it takes the fun right out of it. So if it's something that you just want to do or want to experiment with, don't try to monetize it right away. 
You know, when you're starting a new hobby or a new side project or you get a new idea, as you start getting all these big dreams of finding, you know, fame and fortune with your newfound skills, just take a step back and figure out if you really, truly want to have this be a part of your business. You know, will you want to be there through thick and thin, even when clients or customers are irritating you or you're dealing with the newest crisis that's come up? Will you still be as passionate about it once it feels like work? That's why you have to choose something you know, for your main business that you're really, truly passionate about and that you really, truly enjoy because there's going to be days where you want to give it all up, you know, go, go get a nine to five job and never think about Adobe Illustrator again. <laughs> but if so, if, you know, if you don't have that passion and you don't have that, you know, drive for it, what's going to stop you from doing that? <laughs> Basically running a business can be hard and, you know, if you're doing something that you're not truly passionate about just because you think it might make you money, then it's going to be really, really hard to work through those tough times. So if you have a sinking feeling that the answer to those questions is no, then just take a beat, enjoy the feeling of learning a new skill or a new craft or whatever, and just try to be patient. If you get bored of it after a few weeks, then you know it wasn't meant to be. If, you know, after six months, you still have that spark of an idea in the back of your head, then maybe you can try pursuing it. So some more questions to ask yourself when you're kind of dealing with this is, you know, do I really want to start a new business project or do I just want to create a new logo or a new website or new whatever? I know that this is something that, you know, as a brand designer and website designer and, you know, I've talked to a lot of other designers who feel this way. Sometimes you just want to like create a fun new thing and it doesn't have to be a full-fledged business. You just wanted to like play around with a new design trend or a new design concept that doesn't fit with your branding and you know I personally have figured this out multiple times as I've like been trying to launch new businesses and been like oh actually now that I built the website I'm kind of sick of it (laughs) like I did this I got it out of my system and now I don't want to like think about it anymore um so ask you know am I truly passionate about this idea or do I just think it's like neat (laughs) That's something else that I've struggled with a lot. Like sometimes I like see something online and be like, oh, that's super cool. I want to try that or I want to do that. And then it's like, well, you know, I'm not truly passionate about this idea. I just think it's cool. Again, will you be willing to stick around when the going gets rough with this idea or will it become tiring and, you know, burn you out once it becomes actual work? Because I think... Again, even as creatives, like there's definitely that tendency that once something turns into actual work or an actual job, it takes a fair amount of the fun out of it sometimes. And again, am I just doing this because I think it will make me money or I know that my audience like wants something like this or again, am I truly interested in it and want to pursue it? So those are all good questions to ask. And, you know, if the answer to any of them is no, um, then maybe just take a beat think about it a while and you know you can always always come back to it something that i found it really helpful for me is to create like a idea graveyard basically that's what i call it i have um on my notes app i just have like a separate section so that you know as i'm jotting down notes and ideas for whatever new new thought or new project has popped into my brain I can kind of just move it to there and then, you know, if I feel like playing around with it later, then I still have it or I still have all of these ideas listed out somewhere, but, you know, it's not like staring me in the face or it's not, you know, like front and center when I open my productivity apps and stuff like that. So that way I don't get sidetracked or distracted or whatever. 
So that is all that I have for you today. Um, I hope that, you know, this can help you start organizing your thoughts and narrowing down your options if you're feeling overwhelmed. I know that, you know, just starting out in a new business is really an exciting and overwhelming time. So there's a lot of ideas and thoughts floating around in your head, I'm sure, but hopefully this helps you narrow it down. So I will see you back here next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to Brand Astrology. Be sure to follow along on Instagram at asteriastudio.co and find us online at www.asteriastudio.co. Links are in the description. And if you're enjoying the show, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, or just shared the show with someone who might like it. See you next week!